What's good everybody, this is Silas from SilasBeats.info here with another episode of the Leverage Podcast, the podcast that helps you get ahead. This is episode 162 and in it I wanted to talk about a video that I stumbled upon on YouTube. It was one of those suggested videos. Um, I don't know why it was suggested to me, but yeah, I watched it in any case. It was um, a UK channel with about 130,000 subscribers that had, um, they basically did a reaction video to a South African track called Raga Raga. Cool. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. So the UKP, this music is getting around. Let me actually see, firstly, if this is what they say it is. And secondly, if, um, secondly, if it's, um, you know, if it's like legit in terms of the, the type of responses that they were getting. Um, so I, watched the video and I was like okay cool they were basically reacting to the video what they do is they take the video they put that in the bottom corner um, and then it's obviously a picture of them so you can see you know the type of reaction that they give to it I don't know why people like it um, I've watched one or two and I, I suppose I can see why you know you want to see what someone else's reaction is it's another thing that people like to do people like to watch people um, so the comments came through well, not the comments, the, yes, actually during the thing, during the, the actual video, there were these comments that were being thrown back and forth, like, oh, this is, you know, this is dope quality, or, uh, what was the other one? Um, uh, the one person, they were, they were referring to Ricky Rick, he's like, oh, he looks a bit like Skepta, he's actually, he's got the whole, the whole tracksuit thing going, I didn't even realize he's wearing the whole tracksuit, but even with the cap, um, then, what did they say next? Then they said, wow, this, this lady, um, I think they were referring to Nadia Nakai, they were saying, she's got, um, you know, she's not holding back, you know, she's fully involved in the track, and she is, she's fully involved in the track, uh, which is dope, they spotted that, and then they were like, yeah, it's got some Nicki Minaj influence, oh, okay, cool, yeah. Then they said, yeah, you know, if I didn't know any better, I'd, I'd think that this track was from the UK. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. Um, then they said, what? It's, they, then I think at the, right at the end, the one guy, um, the podcast, I think it was the podcaster was like, yeah, it's, there's a lot of influence taken. You can see that they, you know, they, they're heavily influenced by, um, by the music that they hear or the mainstream music. And I didn't think that it would be that way. Well, I, maybe this is the way that I paraphrased it or maybe the way that I saw it, but basically it was react it was good reactions like oh wow you know i didn't expect i didn't expect them to be capable of this at the same time it was a thing of oh okay cool so they've taken quite a lot of influence from um like worldly music you know from music from around the world um and obviously this is always going to happen especially when you um we're such a new music industry we're actually very young and um i still feel as though we are developing we're not well developed. Um, so like you'll find that large portions of what's coming out of the country in terms of hip hop isn't necessarily, can I say, original. But our, like the entire culture, although, you know, we can say anything. We can say uh, hip hop was born in Africa. You know, we can say all of those things. But at the end of the day, the 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 things that we're doing the way that we're reacting and the way that we're building ourselves up would suggest that we are taking a lot of influence from what we are um we're taking a lot of influence from 
uh, what we see on TV, right? Made me a little bit upset um, in, in the sense that I was expecting, you know, I wanted, I wanted there to be like, oh, wow, you know, this is dope, you know, it's South African sound, but obviously from a track like Raga Raga. And then I think they also said the beat sounds like, ah, this beat sounded like someone, it sounded like someone. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, um, that's true. But my, my bottom line comment or my bottom line understanding that people got from listening to that track which is basically a representation of us because remember they have an audience it's a massive audience 130,000 subscribers you don't get YouTube subscribers for for nothing um, so I was a little bit upset that we didn't like we're not we're not representing with regards to developing our own kind of sound um, whether it be in hip-hop or in fact let me keep it strictly to hip-hop for the time being because um, with other genres you know we do have like people who listen to house music we can say that that's ours when we have uh, when we do quite we can say that that's ours and no one else is able to replicate it and make it sound the same way that we do you know there's other people that have tried and they've made really big songs out of it and you know it's unfortunate that it's a lot big those tracks are a lot bigger than the ones that that, that pop off here in our country but we should be I feel like more and more people should be spending time developing their own sound I always talk about respecting the craft the craft and building the craft and building your own sound and you know and it's not just a case of using a South African accent when you rap that's not what I'm saying or or using or not using an American accent when you rap that's fine that's okay but there needs to be a distinction between what you're hearing when you turn on, when you turn the radio on and you hear a, and you hear a South African track, um, because what's going to end up happening is, like, it's already happening. It's, we, we are so solidly diluted. We're so, you know, we're so far removed from what, you know, our own, our own creation. You know, we don't have our own creation. What's happening now? And, and then for me, it starts with a beat making. For me, it starts with the beat making. I'm hearing a lot of people dipping into the same sound banks. It starts there. As a producer, you're dipping into the same sound banks that every, every other famous person is doing. When people say, hey man, I want, I want that Metro booming sound kit. I want the, I want the, well, who else is big at the moment? I don't even know anymore. Um, I want, I don't know, whoever sound kit it is. And I'm thinking to yourself, do you realize that right there, already you've made an error with regards to making your own sound because now there's going to be certain elements there's going to be certain snares that you're going to use there's going to be certain um, vocal chants there's going to be certain kicks you're going to want to try and make the same well you're not going to try it's going to end up happening that you're going to end up making the same 808 as the next person and your 808s are going to have this quality to them that sounds familiar and people are going to go like oh this sounds like a as have you ever been annoyed when someone says to you hey your beat sounds a little bit like you know it's the same as with a rapper oh you rap a little bit like unfortunately when we take when we're doing the whole building up the craft and and respecting the craft what we do is we take that influence that we take we adopt a little bit of their style so if you rap a bit like if you listen to a lot of Eminem you're gonna rap a little bit like Eminem, right? If you listen to a lot of Drake, you're gonna start doing those singing things while you're rapping. Th those elements are gonna filter into your music 
but it's going to be a case of you being able to do so much um, uh, so much research that your sound is that different this is this goes for everybody um, I think of it I'm going to take it back to when I was doing my masters uh, my master's degree I in, initially I you know I, in my in my proposal when I was still setting the thing up I sent the stuff in and my supervisor said read wider which basically means get more information get the same information your information is good but get this get the same sort of do the same thing with another author or another set of authors because in a in a in a in a proposal your proposal or your in fact your entire dissertation looks weak when you when all of your resources come from like sorry when all of your information comes from like four or five resources it needs to come from a good number a good 50 60 70 different places and the wider you read the more information you get i know it makes your reference list longer which is something that um even in school people used to struggle with but it, what it does is it makes your, it strengthens your argument because you're getting information from multiple sources. It's the same as when you're building up your um, uh, your repertoire, you're building up your craft. Get as many influences from as many places. The best thing I could have done is firstly be influenced by Timberland because he was already very different to everybody else out there. I'm lucky I come from an era where the people that were making music weren't trying to copy one another. Swiss Beats had a very specific, has a very specific sound. Pharrell, very specific sound. Everybody's got this very, very, very specific sound. And over and above that, another great thing that I could have ever done for myself is just be, um, uh, can I call it, enslaved by Enya's music. Enya was one of the people that I listened to. It was a guilty pleasure. I didn't tell anybody that I did it. I think I told my girlfriend at the time and like one or two friends and they were like what the hell are you listening to this sounds so weird and odd but i just like those heavy those thick pads and the and the you know there's a lot of reverb on her vocal and there was just a lot going on with enya's music and there were these weird vocal tones and these weird like harmonies and all these weird things that she was doing and some of some of it was literally just um uh, humming that she was doing and it was brilliant but in me doing that I think, I, I honestly do think that it did help me craft a different sound. In the same way when um, I started working on house music briefly and EDM also briefly. What happened was um, by me doing all of that extra work, I was able to go into different sound packs and tried different things. I tried so many different new things. Um, when I did EDM, that was an eye-opener. Technically, like hip-hop has nothing on EDM when it comes to technicalities. Um, so I brought some of those technicalities and some of those new rhythms and percussions back into hip-hop. And what that did is it helped me develop my sound. Then I took some of those melodies that I heard all over the place from all these different genres where you know, in EDM, when EDM and dubstep were really, really big, um, like in my life, like the Porter Robinson, you just listen to Porter Robinson, these magical, thick uh, synth melodies that come through. And I know they're a little bit heavy for hip hop, but if you can take elements of that and apply it to your hooks, it just gives it a completely different sound. See, so. 
being able to take an influence and then move with it. You know, you move with it, you make it your own. That's what will help shift us away. And it's a case of literally one person at a time. When one person at a time starts to develop or starts to hear, you know what, this is, this is my sound. And they stick to it and they build upon it and it gets better, bigger and bigger and better and better and better and better. And then all of a sudden you've got your own sound. Then no one can mess with you because no one can copy you, you know. Because you're the only person doing your sound the way it is. You developed it. When you pop off, other people are going to start copying your sound. It's unfortunate. But at that stage, what you need to do is just continue, you know, building on whatever you've got. And remember that you're not going to be able to, um, you can't stop, you can't stop copycats, but you can be original. You know, you can um, make your, you can develop a new sound following that. Or what you can do is, um, you know, just keep doing you and you'll find that, um, people respect you for it because you know this is a sound that you created you came up with it's the same with that Timberland sound first it was like that whole synthesizer type thing and everyone was like what the hell is this and then all of a sudden everyone was doing it it was the same with all these weird percussions and using your vocal as an instrument no one was doing it and then when they saw that he was doing really well with it other people tried to do it as well then you got all these cheap imitations these cheap imitations of Timberland same with Dr. Dre the type of you know very simple very hard hitting beats that he did Kanye style beats People are still doing them now. Imagine Kanye and his sampling. Everybody was sampling at the time, but Kanye did it in a particular way. And now, even to this day, people like um, type beat, old Kanye type beat. So that should tell you something about developing a sound, developing a legacy. When you develop a sound, you develop a legacy. When you copy Metro Booming, then you, you might be creating a little bit of cash. You might be creating a little bit of buzz for yourself. But that thing is always going to be temporary. It's always until your next high, you know. I'm doing this sound until the next high. When Metro Booming is no longer big, I can't carry on making that sound because by that time, everybody else would have also been making Metro Booming beats. So there needs to be that diversity. And it needs to be a diversity of, I'm not, I'm versatile. I can make different styles or different types of beats. I'm versatile. I, I mess with all these different types of beats, but I bring my own flavor to the table very very seldom do i hear a beat that sounds very different where i'm like wow this is not only is it you know not only is it current but it's really good and it's really different that really happens and i mean i'm i'm trying like i'm already doing like people don't get it i'm doing heavy research into that very same thing and so it takes some time before any of this pops off or any of it works out or until like i understand what my sound is but i'm getting there slowly and i can see the further left I go, the further left field I go, the more I see myself dis- distancing myself from the rest of the pack, which is exactly what I want. Because I want it to be a situation where if I do make a song and something does happen and it's really big, it's going to be one of those situations where people are like, okay, crap, I need to start making beats like this. I want it to be a situation, I don't want to start making beats that sound like everybody else. And this is how I feel we as South Africans can create our own sound. Because if we have a certain sound or a certain feel, that pops off here first before it pops off anywhere else, then, um, you know, we can claim it as our own. Even though it might have trap elements and even though it might have elements from other things, but remember, music is just uh, rhythms and sounds that have been repeated over time in different ways. That's all it is. So we can develop and build and develop and build, but we need to, we really do need to focus on making things sound a bit different. Otherwise we're gonna fail completely. So, yeah, um, for the most part, um, try not to be too influenced. I know it's very difficult in this day and age, but just try it. 
then <clears throat> over and above that um, try try to every day try and work on your own sound try and develop your own sound be really 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 good um, really good practice if you do that um, yeah if you want to send me an email you can say one through to um, business at silasbeats.info or what you can do is you can jump on my website www.silasbeats.info hit me up there and yeah we can get to chatting there I try and answer as many messages as I can each day sometimes I fail sometimes I do well it all depends on the day and depends on my schedule but for the most part just keep sending messages the more messages you send the more chance there is of me actually replying to you so yeah I'll um, I'll catch you in the next one peace